right. <laughs> Perfect. Great test. <laughs> Nailed it. Are we there? I hadn't had I pressed record. Oh, that's a mystery. Uh, <laughs> oh, are you, man. do you want to switch sheets? Sheets? No, do you want to sh- I want more. Do you want to switch sheets? Me. I don't know. I don't know. If you, me. You, you really want to? You, want, the, you I should want get that checked out. Mouth. <laughs> are you recording? Yeah. No, okay. that doesn't make any sense. So, where do we? Where do we? How do? How, how do we do this? No, you do with the intros, right? That's how your show works. Welcome to. <laughs> so this is where they're going to play the theme for Renegade, and then we'll come back. He was a cop and good at his job, but he committed the ultimate sin and testified against other cops gone bad. Cops that tried to kill him, but got the woman he loved instead. Framed for murder, now he prowls the Badlands, an outlaw hunting outlaws, a bounty hunter, a renegade. <laughs> Finally, a place for the theme for Renegade. <laughs> hey, welcome to Pottle Episodes. I'm Daniel. I'm David. We have a guest you'll never guess. You'll never guessed. Hi, I'm Brian Boss. Again. Again. Back unless, again. Unless we haven't, unless we put this one before the other one he was on. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Or we, we can get rid of it. Or these are going I in. probably will not put these out of order. I think you should. I think, I mean, the important thing to remember is that we're holding a gun to all of our guests' head after the first episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they, this is actually one of four that I've, I've recorded. Well, we, in, we, invite them, <laughs> we invite them for the first one, and they think it's going to be fine. And mm-hmm. then for the second episode, we're like, no chance. <laughs> this one was more fun. I enjoyed watching, watching the, Renegade the so much more. The other one, we kind of put you in work mode. Yeah. Not, not even work mode. Just, yeah, maybe a little bit. Tapped yeah, in the brain very, where I was like, yeah. You got right. very specific. Yeah. Well, you know, I took notes. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I had nothing else going on. No so notes on the, Renegade, though. No notes. You have the zero card, notes. You have I have the, zero notes. You have the cardinal sin of uh, not doing comedy for long enough that you overprepare. <laughs> <laughs> That's the cardinal sin of comedy. Speaking of cardinal sins, let's talk about Renegade for a second. Dan, you, you want to do the intro of Renegade? Talk about... No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll do the intro for Renegade. Renegade yeah. is the show your dad loves instead of you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's a show exclusively for people that stand up and go, Welp! (laughs) 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 It's about a motorcycle guy that goes around bounty hunting, but he's also wanted for murder because he's been framed for the murder of his girlfriend or wife, I don't really know, or care. 
Valerie. Valerie. I think it was his wife. Well, I didn't care. It wasn't her name. I was just like, I don't care if she's a girlfriend or wife. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. They have one shot that exists of her coming out of the ocean, and they keep cutting back to that shot. And then they doubled it over with her, with him carrying her lifeless yeah. body. I think, you know, it's eloquent. Yeah. It's really, yeah. It's so, really great filmmaking. So, yeah. So, you guys know the basic plot of Ren- Renegade. The, they spoil it in the first 30 seconds because the show was literally built to just be uh built it was built in a bubble to be put in syndication yeah like 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 baywatch uh no not quite though no but baywatch wasn't was made for a network but at this point was making huge money in syndication and this was almost certainly trying to get that same thing that baywatch was doing yes it was definitely the because every woman in this show has a lot of cleavage oh yeah i didn't actually never put all all of that all the men are talking about ride motorcycles yeah yeah motorcycles horses it's all like tough guy and also llamas apparently was coming off of another show that hit 228 episodes or something like that so he was already in syndication yeah so he he was already like a known syndication he understood the model the business model and he was like i'm trying to be a cool action star oh yeah lorenzo llamas understands models (laughs) 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 oh yeah that guy gets it it's crazy. I've never watched a guy who definitely fucks, but also just has no idea like what female anatomy is mm-hmm. in any real concept. <laughs> He's like, the way of the sword has not prepared me for this. I feel like if Steven Seagal did not exist, I am He's a our man would have been. Yeah, for sure. But he looks. He's prettier. He's absolutely just prettier. He's in better shape. He's prettier in a weird way because he also looks exactly like James Roday. I know. Psych. I can't get over it. He looks exactly like James Roday. I did some Googling and no results as far as just really? putting their names together. Whereas like I couldn't find anything. Because that's the weird thing. We f- so this was in syndication for like okay, first hold five on, seasons. Hold on. Say, yeah. say who James Roday actually. Cause From that's, Psych. He was also the oh the main guy. He was yeah. also the bad guy in, in Deuce of Hazard. In Deuce oh, of Hazard. That's the next thing. You guys are so raw. It's definitely Sebastian Stan. Over. It's a combination of the two. It's I don't even know if it's. I think it's more. I, I think. Yeah. I think he looks a lot like Sebastian Stan. Which I think I way more like, like Sebastian Stan. Stan I think should just, be thanking his lucky stars that he looks a little bit like Llamas and can act better. You don't. Here's the thing: is you just haven't watched anything. Like you're not watching the Marvel movies. I have watched some. I just don't enjoy them. I don't either. What What else is Stan in? Is he in other stuff that I, I would know? I like Itania. Oh, Itania's good. Itania. Okay. Uh, yeah. But also, what's uh, three boys talking about their love of Itania? It's that kind of podcast. But also, uh, here's what I was going to say. In the Marvel movies, he has all the long hair. And that's mm-hmm. where it looks the most similar. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, no. He looks... It's uncanny how much he looks like Sebastian Stan. Yeah, he looks like James Roday like, as well. He looks like James Roday. And on the, the sixth season of Renegade was not in syndication. It was on USA. I had like which a, tells me that they took a DNA sample from that. That must Lamas, be... They cloned him. And they in made order, him the yeah. lead in sight. The USA... Actually, they don't make any money producing shows. Yeah, they, they only just, they only make it through like clonery. Cloning <laughs> like, the it took them eleven years to get a funny Lorenzo Llamas clone, and when it did, they were like, "Well, well, well." It's really weird when you look into Dolly the sheep, and then you kind of look to the contributors, and USA yeah. Network is is there. <laughs> There's a lot of Marvel movies. <laughs> Kevin Feige. Uh, I, I how many Marvel movies have you like? Because I've only seen a handful at this point. Um, I've definitely, I definitely saw the majority of them leading up to the Avengers. Okay. I saw the Avengers and at that point I was like, well, this is the culmination. I don't really care. Yeah. So I'm going to kind of bail oh. out. I have seen past that. I saw Taika Waititi's first Thor Yeah, because movie. we like Taika Waititi. I, like Taika Waititi. Yeah. I saw the second Avengers because it was the third film on a bill at a drive-in. Okay. That also and I actually sense. left yeah. midway through. That's a fun story. So the first film on the bill was uh, Barbershop, the next chapter. 
Okay. And okay. then the the middle film was uh, Green Room. Oh, so so absolutely lo- in a lot. How, how is that? The, how a is lot there a of line? people left during Green Room. How is that the line? <laughs> like the, as soon as the first hyperviolence starts in Green Room, just so many cars turn on. Green Room Bail. is a punk rock movie about uh, getting trapped in a Nazi bar Ugh. and shit gets and the Nazis fucked. try to kill you. It's that very mm-hmm. viscerally violent. Left me in like silence. For a couple hours afterwards, like I just had to collect myself. Yeah. Great. I mean, some of the best fierce, Patrick but, Stewart stuff. Oh yeah. And then the last film at like one in the morning was Avengers: Age of Ultron. Okay. Finally, a two and a half hour movie. For I the saw 1 that one. That yeah. one wasn't good. I saw the first of the two parter. I saw, and I wouldn't. You didn't watch see the second because I don't need to. And I think I, I saw. Know, man. I Fair. saw. Yeah, whatever. they do win. Yeah. Like, oh, they win. It. Oh, it turns out. It. Yeah, there's time travel. They win. I, okay. And then I saw whatever ones came out when Movie Pass was a big thing. Yeah, I would have seen every movie. You're right. I was doing the exact so same thing. So I would have seen like Black Panther yeah. and uh, Spider Man. I've seen. I've seen I didn't all care. of them. Oh, actually, I watched Into the Spider Verse, but I haven't seen the second one yet. Into the Spider Verse is not Marvel Cinematic. Oh, okay. Oh my God, guys, we have to get back on. Okay, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Let's stop talking about that thing that people like, and let's talk about this thing no one. Cares about. Yeah. I'm trying to get the ratings up. That's where I talk about why finally, I don't like the thing that people like. Finally, Marvel movies, mm-hmm. the thing no one's talking about on podcasts. You're right. Yeah. I mean, I what have, about Star Wars? No, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we don't, Never we heard of it. To. You guys like Disney or? Okay, so Renegade. Yes. Yeah, uh, like any small he's a cop and drums? he's bad at his job. He's good at his job. That is, by he, the way, he's actually, he's very good. That's the most uncle writing uh-huh. i've ever like he's a cop and he was good at his job <laughs> he was the best at his job or whatever <laughs> no it was good it was just good at his job he's, okay he was good at his job okay and then he committed the cardinal sin uh-huh which also is a thing that dominated police uh based media for up until like the last like five years serpico's a good movie yes and then they just didn't realize why it was a good movie. Mm-hmm. Wait, there are times when like IED comes or IED internal affairs IED comes into play, but like, and it's the right thing. But a lot of times, it's always played as the villain. Mm-hmm. It's always just every every guy is just like, oh no, the bad guys who are trying to stop cops from doing their job. Oh, and you're like, you mean the guys who are stopping cops from beating you? Mm-hmm. That's the bad guys in a lot of these, including this one. He reported on cops for trying to hire him as an assassin. Oh, yeah. No. That is the entire plot line. Is now he was too badass at that. He <laughs> uh, reported on a cop by mistake, and then they killed his girlfriend because of it. He committed the cardinal sin of never turning off his body cam. <laughs> <laughs> I, they, yeah, it's they give the whole spiel tricky. in the intro of the first episode, yeah. which then spoils what happens in that For sure, episode. just in that first episode, but they continue to use that as the same intro for every episode, but right? you can just have that cut out in the first no, episode. No, they can't. They can't. It's all syndicated. You That's save a thing. little bit of money on Don LaFontaine, who does the, he does the spiel at the start. He's, a, he's the movie guy, right? Yeah. He was the, yeah. the in a yeah. world. In a world. Yeah. In a world. In a yeah. world. His daughter does stuff now good for her uh-huh. what world does she do stuff also in a world where your daughter gets a job based on who you are when did that stop the, the vo the vo of uh for movie trailers that stopped in like the, yeah mid-2000s where it just stopped becoming any kind of descriptor and now they're just flashing and moving forward yeah i'm trying to yeah. think what would have been the film that really changed everything mm-hmm. um it was definitely before inception but inception ushered in a lot of 
Bois sounds. Oh, the Bois sounds. Yeah. And at the same time, that same year, that, I love that we just found a thing that was deeper than in a world. Yeah. yeah. It went. We we're like in a world. Yeah. To make it deeper. That same year, though, the Social Network's trailer was also very influential with the like somber Trent cover Reznor. of the somber cover of the pop song. Oh. They did Creep by Radiohead, and then everybody's been doing. Oh it yeah. Since. Okay. Yeah. That makes. But sense. there were there were a yeah. few years in between the end of Don LaFontaine's run. Yeah. And those two big trends being introduced. Have you guys? You guys haven't seen uh, the the the. It was a gritty remake, a reboot of the tra- the Avengers trailer with Smooth. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> It's great. Okay. It's a hot one. I'm a big smooth fan. I will sing Rob Thomas in the kitchen all the time, mostly as a, like a point of dominance. As any any Rob Thomas or just smooth? Uh, you know, I like a little MB20. I like 2 a.m. I like push. Well, it's 3 a.m. Uh, it's 3 a.m. I must be lonely. Um, yep. not lonely enough. <laughs> um, you're never alone when you're watching Renegade. Uh, okay. You are always alone when you're watching Renegade. No, you've got your divorce papers with you. <laughs> <laughs> you draw uh, you a face get, on them. You've got an unanswered call from your adult children. The, <laughs> they're not picking up. The demographic is cool uncles. I no, think it's, it's uncles that think they're cool. I'm sorry, drunkles. Yes, it's, there you it's go. drunk uncles. Uh, it's uncles who don't realize how close to death that they are. Yeah. I guess I kind of... What we saw within that first episode and then the next episode we saw was literally like the same. It was just the same. Uh, the second episode was more fun. It was a little more fun, but it was like, okay, you get a big kind of brolic dude who... Walks yeah. around and intimidates people. Maybe there was a little more depth to it, kind of. But in the first episode, the the big brawler guy is played by Donald Gibb, the worst of the Bee Gees. <laughs> Wait, really? No, the all the guys in the Bee Gees. Their last name was Gibb. Oh, this guy's not in the Bee Gees. Thank God someone's here to explain jokes. He was the he was the Gibb that didn't die. Yeah, yeah. But it, the right, Gibb they couldn't you, kill. <laughs> the Gibb they couldn't get. Gibbed. The immortal Gibb. He uh, was a Gibb and good at his Gibb. But you're saying he was he was in like Three Ninjas or yeah, yeah he was like very much a '90s. Well, so yeah, yeah, let's get into the characters. Okay. Uh, that because the plot you already that's the first episode. The first episode is basically that. I mean, that's the that, intro. It's yeah. literally yeah, you got it. That's done. the first 20 minutes of the yeah. show. But let's get into these characters. So we got we got Lorenzo Lamas as Reno Reigns. Oh my God. It's the fucking sick name. Uh, it's a it's a name an uncle comes up with, <laughs> and he's a tough it's a, guy. It's a name that they scribble on the restraining order they just received in the mail. <laughs> so he's like he's like an illegal bounty hunter. <laughs> no, no, the bounties he's hunting are legal. He's just on the run from the law. Yeah, and he so works he has, with a with a real bounty hunter who pays him by check for some reason because yes. that's absolutely untraceable. <laughs> hey, we noticed you're cashing checks <laughs> by something six killer. He's yeah. oh yes, well he was four killer right? apparently in the in the first couple uh, episodes killed two becomes, more men and then he becomes six killer. Wow. Um. So that actor, according to online, there is dispute if he's actually Native American. A lot of people think he might be Pacific Islander. <laughs> and just pretending to be Native American, which is a funny move to do. Almost, it's just like well, he's I guess a working actor. He's got to get roles. Honestly, yeah, that's really the thing. Is What's that name? is Branscombe Richmond. Branscombe Richmond, which, which is a name for someone playing Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> also, know how like low? Or I don't even know. Like, I don't even know how to break this down. But number three on your call sheet is Don Lafontaine. <laughs> he's not physically in a single episode. He's only doing. <laughs> well, he's the in every, every time. episode. Though he's in every episode. <laughs> yeah. You're right. And then Kathleen Kinmont, who apparently was married, right? Married to Lorenzo Lamas. Yeah. Now, within the show, she's she's just a white lady, but she plays the sister of the Native American character. But then in the middle, they explain that, no, they're step-siblings. But the thing is, she's married to, to Lorenzo Lamas, and I'm pretty sure 
he was just like, yeah, so you're going to give a role to my wife, right? Yeah. And they're like, well, there's this Native American sister. And like, well, it's stepsister now. Put her in the show. I think that's what happened. Oh, they call her Shy because her name is Cheyenne. Yeah. Which is actually, you know, technically more na- Native American than Bobby Six Killer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then here, here's the thing. She's in that first episode, but by the time we get to the second episode, she has divorced Lorenzo Lamas. To, to the the bottle episode. Yeah, in like season four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've divorced it. She's not in the episode at but all. But she's still in 89 episodes. Yeah. She's still, but you know. She's yeah. getting her episodes cut big time. Yeah. And yeah. we've also seen that going back into Lorenzo Lamas' like filmography, she plays the lead opposite him, the romantic lead, a lot. Like in several weirdly <laughs> Loren- titled Lorenzo well, just just direct to video. Like, yeah. He was happy to find someone that makes him look like a good actor. They're just fucking minting <laughs> money, is really what it comes down to. Yeah. They found a way that they were just going to mint money, and that was going to be how they uh, did it. Let's yeah. talk about Branscombe Richmond for a second. Okay. He, he has such a weird. They do that thing. Uh, that you you do it in a way where you're like we can be as racist as we want with this character oh, yeah. as long as we make him win the yeah. fight. Like he's smarter than the other guy, so he's also weirdly racist and to, to himself. Mm-hmm. And they call him Feather Hat within the first, you know, two minutes of screen minutes. time. He also tells a like, lot of Indian jokes. Yes, yeah, he cracks them himself, and he yeah. also kicks him over to saying Indian instead of Native American or Native or anything else. Well, you got to remember yeah. who the target audience is. Oh yes, you're guys right. that wouldn't say Native American. You're right. White drunkles. Yeah, this entire thing was about white drunkles. <laughs> but like the idea, sh- there's got to be an episode of the show where he like meets up with his niece and nephew, and they're like, "You're the best uncle." <laughs> there's like a whole episode of this for sure. Season. Five or something they put that in there uh so and then also the main villain who we only get to see a little bit of because he's only in 43 episodes of the show oh so he still hangs around the the guy who shoots the other cop yeah because yeah. he's the creator of the show uh, okay Got he's it. the main okay. villain of the show but he also runs the prison is that kind of what i gathered he's a marshal oh, okay he's a marshal okay and they were casting and then according to uh one of them they were like uh he was like oh Lorenzo and I were talking. He's like, you should just play the lead villain. Oh, okay. No one else is going to be as good as him. Lorenzo Lamas perennially looking for people that are worse actors than him. <laughs> I, well, I right. love okay. any show with Lorenzo Lamas. Everyone has to be a worse actor around him. <laughs> and that's hard. That's hard to find. Yeah. That was, you know, yeah, it's tough. Um, and then uh, he goes like full Steven, Steven Seagal by episode or by, by the fourth season. Yeah. Well, I don't, so, so that actually that's the problem is a lot of... Um, uh, they, they only last for five episodes because by the fifth episode, they're a better actor than Lorenzo Lamas, <laughs> despite being completely novice at the beginning. <laughs> and they get kicked off the show. Literally, Lorenzo Lamas kicks them off. I will give I will give him this. The action stuff, he is really committing to it. It mm-hmm. looks good. Well, it looks, it looks good I mean, enough. fine. I agree with, I agree the with action, well enough. The most exciting action in the show is in the opening credits. We just the, there's like him fighting people on a fire escape. <laughs> there's him shirtless dumping water on himself in the desert. But you know that they don't have like a full fight coordinator. You know that they're not it's making Lorenzo. that kind of money. It's, it's Lorenzo. Just le- yeah. it's, it's yeah. Lorenzo or whatever weird master he has during yeah. the weird you know heyday in Hollywood. Call him Lenny. <laughs> yeah. on a nickname basis. With Lenny Lamas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He's like 20 years uh, too late from being known as Lenny Lamas because like they're like we can't pronounce Lorenzo. Oh, God. It's that was it's wild. I can't even remember the first episode because it was such a blur going into the next one. So I just, uh, f- it starts off him on a beach, making out with his wife or girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that goes on for a while. Mm-hmm. And I remember because I've watched this episode twice. I wasn't really sure what it was about. 
I'm sure he goes like, we're going to run it again. Yeah. We're going to run it again. So I was really wondering, what is this show for the first yeah. three minutes? And then it just kind of goes from that straight into the credits of, they he killed was- his <laughs> wife. <laughs> Who was alive. Yeah. And then was still alive after the opening and then is dead. And or then, not even yeah. dead, because no, we don't she's know. she's in a coma. She's, uh, what do they call her? She's just not responsive. Full, like, full, full, full life support. They, yeah. Full life support, and then they also call it like a human, or like a you human know, corpse. a human centipede, or something. Some, yeah, a living corpse. A living corpse. A living corpse. And yeah. uh, even he's that, in even love in that, with a living corpse. <laughs> even in that state, she's a better actor than Lorenzo Mars. <laughs> um, but then he goes and talks to the cops, and he's like, "Hey, this one cop asked me to kill someone for two thousand dollars. Thought you might want to know." And they're like, "Thanks for telling us." And then they go and tell that cop, and they're like, "Hey, he ratted you. You're gonna have to kill him." So then they go, <laughs> they go bust Donald Gibb out of prison to mm-hmm. be like, "Can you go kill him?" Because that absolutely makes sense. Because that's untraceable. So then they, they like, "Hey, go wait in this motel room mm-hmm. for your safety." They've stolen his service weapon. They give it to Donald Gibb. Donald Gibb tries to kill him. Accidentally kills his wife. But we also there's no reasoning as oh no was also Lorenzo in the motel yes, as well. Yes, he was in the motel. Room. Yeah, yeah. Why they were making because out. they were about to, they were about to to make Whoopi to doink. Um, yes, <laughs> but w- why? I would assume that's where he was you, hiding because he was oh, hiding he out already because well, they had him there he had, oh, as a witness. All right, so then they now have him double. They have two. Yeah. Okay, got and it. Got so, it. So, you know where he's at. So okay. then, <laughs> also pretty cool safe room that lets you bring your girlfriend. Oh yeah, it was a pretty low rent motel. Well, I I don't think he's like IA is not hiding him. You yeah. know, it's not an FBI thing. I think it's no, but there yeah. should be like a guard at the door. He's a witness in a, a crime around a police. I mean, officer. it wasn't a real safe room. They bought a cheap motel room and put him there. He to was be also murdered. he was also smart enough to park his motorcycle inside the yes, he keeps his motorcycle <laughs> in the hotel room well you can't have it outside yeah, everybody it would recognize let, his iconic got the flames let the motorcycle watch baby let the motorcycle watch <laughs> <laughs> you got his motor running that's just a total uncle move parking the motorcycle in the hotel room I love the idea of the motorcycle. It's 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 fully night rider. After a yep. certain point, the motorcycle gains sentience in the fifth <laughs> season. Don La- LaFontaine, it's the motorcycle. <laughs> vroom, vroom. But so then uh, they kill his girlfriend. In a world where I get to play a cool motorcycle. <laughs> I would I would have I would have paid to see that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the coolest uncle. <laughs> I'm also a motorcycle. <laughs> They kill his girlfriend. He goes on the run because he's suspected. And then he chases down Donald Gibb, finds Donald Gibb. At the same time, the cops hire uh, Six Killer to go find him. Mm-hmm. Four Killer. Four Killer at Four the killer time. Four Killer at that point. Mm-hmm. He finds Donald. Is that Gip. real or did we make that up? I really, I remember seeing Four Killer and Six Killer on the IMDb. It's a slash. So I think he's Four Killer okay. originally. Okay. And, and then Six Killer eventually. So he goes and finds him. Then Four Killer's like, I'm taking you in. It's a bounty. And then the motorcycle gang that Donald Gibb belongs to <laughs> steals him. What ba- a sentence. They steal everyone back, mm-hmm. including Six Killer's sister. And then uh, Reno Reigns helps get them back. So mm-hmm. now, now him and Six Killer are friends. And he's like, hey, I'm going to let you do bounties for me. Every episode is self-contained. It can be syndicated. Yeah. <laughs> It is weird they said that at the end. Yeah. It's, it's actually the opposite how the last episode ended. Yeah, and uh, then the credits roll and like Reno Reigns will return in something. It doesn't really matter. It, you don't need to follow it, a plot. It, There's nothing. There's yeah. nothing about He'll it. He'll be back. Chill. I really Just wait 
until next weekend on PAX. <laughs> <laughs> there will be or wherever episode. we accidentally sell it to. Yeah. yeah. I I I always watch like police uh, procedurals growing up. I watched Psych. We we talked about that even in between. It was like I watched Psych. I watched Monk. Yeah. Since last time that we yeah. Now Brian and I previously had a podcast called Finding Flavor, which we discussed <laughs> on the last episode. Now there's been about two episodes, two hours in between recording that podcast and this one, and in that time. We've uh, started a new podcast called Seeking Psych, <laughs> and we've watched every episode of Psych. And I have reviewed, to leave now. every episode of Psych. <laughs> David is actually, oh, actually leaving the room. Wait, is it gone. recording, David? Or? He doesn't like Psych. It's still recording. He doesn't as soon like as we Psych. we talked about Psych, he left the room. Because I, I also watch like Bones. Or bones? fucking, yeah. The show Bones, or you just find Bones and look at them? It's a little of both. Okay. <laughs> a lot of both. But, ton, ton of both. Okay, um, but I don't know because because yeah, those procedurals are just you. It doesn't take thought process. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing to it. Even though they're mysteries. like you said, they're all yes, but they're all like telegraphed so heavily. You know yeah. what I mean? There's very 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 few good crime shows. They're all they're all based around like a formula for mystery. Oh, for sure. So it's for so sure. It's like there's like eight plots. You just recycle the eight plots. Mm-hmm. You figure out different ways to kind of tell the same story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And Renegade is literally it's. It is designed to be like a 60s television show in terms of there's a bad guy this week. Uh, we got to go find him. Also, at the end, it'll all be reset back to zero. I can never, nothing will I mean, ever it's, change. It's literally the fugitive. It's chips, been, chips with swords. He's been framed you know, for the oh, murder yeah, of his sure. wife. Actually, I, does that hold? I love it. You know, God, I love fugitive. I, it's yeah. always, I always wonder about that. Like, at a certain point, like, these dudes have to get a reputation that, like, Women just get murdered around them. Mm-hmm. It's not even their fault. But like, why do women still hang out with James Bond? The track record is frighteningly. Well, that's awful. not how he introduces himself to them. No, but like, I mean, they see, haven't seen the other movies. He quite literally cannot stop saying that I'm James Bond. So yeah. you know what I mean. Like, no, but, but that's what I'm saying. Word has to get around at a certain point. That's like, don't hang word, out with James they Bond. All die. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, they've I, never heard of him in universe. <laughs> He's a secret agent. Secret. Yeah, but he's not secret about it. He literally constantly introduces, like, he doesn't take, like, a fake name. Okay, he never introduces. They're not talking about him on Twitter. But they know who he is usually when they're going to, like, kill him or seduce yeah, him. Maybe. Although, I guess that's the other thing is a lot of them are trying to murder him. And then there's also a bunch of reset, you know, yeah. in general, where you get a new Bond who's resetting. But also, you know, Lamas think- can still be Bond. It's not off the table. <laughs> I mean, I'm clumsily getting through and then samurai sorting somebody to death, I would assume. Yeah. Yeah, that is how the. I mean, listen, that is how the second episode opens. Well, yeah, Uh, episode one is very boring, but episode two is a bit of a doozy. Yeah. It's a bit of a DB doozy. (laughs) A deboozy. It it doesn't open on him sorting. That's what's after the opening credits. Oh, you're right. That is after the opening credits. Uh, So the opening credits is a poker game. and, oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, with a with a tiny man with a high pitched voice. Hey man, I don't have any money left, but I got something better than money. A secret. What was the thing? Be- oh, the DB Cooper thing. He that knows, was one of us? He okay. knows approximately I'm, where DB Cooper is. I'm, his only his only memory is Oregon, which yeah, everyone <laughs> knows where DB Cooper jumped out of a plane. He's like, you can find DB Cooper in Oregon. That was his big secret. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then and then and Six Killer Hears he's like. Reno, we're going to Oregon to look for D.B. Cooper. I've got information that he's in Oregon. Yeah. Also, I love how they were they were riding side by side all the, the way to Oregon. Motorcycle and Hummer. Oh, my God. That's an Uncle Dream. <laughs> 
Why choose? It's like, me on the motorcycle and Buddy about- in the Hummer. <laughs> like, if there was an Uncle Disneyland, the ride would be <laughs> Hummer Motorcycle Convoy. That would be the tram. Yeah. <laughs> you could get on a convoy that's either a bunch of Hummers all together or a bunch of motorcycles in little... I truly believe the DVD box set of Renegade came with a coupon for chewing tobacco. This is something I believe. It came with a mustache and a pack of cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do Uncle Drunkles. When you need to go on the run from your kids. <laughs> do you think anyone was inspired to leave their family behind by this show? They were like, life on the road looks pretty good. Right oh, now. <laughs> I mean, your life would have to be horrid in order for this to be People like, that like Renegade, yeah. their life is horrid. I guess. <laughs> but who's... Were people, people were watching the show or people weren't watching the show? It was just filler? I mean, it got 110 episodes. No, I mean, they sure. They get 110 episodes. Oh, that's what the whole point. So it's this weird thing where uh, Stephen J. Uh, Cannell realized that uh, if you just made 100 episodes of something... You could just kind of sell it into syndication. You didn't have to make the show first and find out if it has an audience. At least one person was watching. And sadly, we don't get to see the episodes he has to guest star in. But there are two episodes, according to IMDb, that guest star Barry Bonds. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah. Which sadly we did not watch. Because he's a fan of the show. He's apparently a fan of Renegade. Oh, my God. And asked to be in Renegade. And here's the... Barry Bonds... Are we sure this is... It's the Barry Bonds. Yeah, I know It's, it's the Barry Bonds, but... This is like the Barack yeah. Obama Is it junior situation. or senior? Is it his dad? No, no. That's, you're thinking of Bobby Bonds. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. That seems like a that's a that's a decision made based on steroid use. No, <laughs> like, this is pre-steroids. Here's the thing about Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds, uncquestionably an incredibly talented athlete, one of the best baseball players of all time, even without steroid use. But he's got this weird high-pitched voice, and I think is a little insecure about his masculinity. Mm. So he goes on so Renegade? He, so he, he watches Renegade, and thinks that's that's a man's show. Renegade, the number one show that plays underneath people's domestic... The, I don't, I don't want to say abuses, but disturbances. I feel like yes. it's just on in the background during yeah. like a very challenging childhood. And Barry was like, <laughs> once, one, once I start doing steroids, that'll be me. And he goes in two episodes. Actually, Mark McGuire is on four. No. I don't know. I didn't watch oh, the I episodes. Better. I, better. I, looked up, I looked up a picture of him in Renegade. And he tried to look tough, smiling in front of a motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe he just plays another bounty hunter. I hope he plays himself. Barry Bonds, the bounty hunter. Yeah. Like when I take a break during off season. I love the idea though of like having to have like uh, the the Native American guy just be like Barry Bonds. <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought we were here to collect a bounty, not home runs. <laughs> That is the level of writing. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. With, I mean, what we can see is four seasons in, consistent. I just, I can't figure out, like, the dorky sidekick character, it just, it's existed the whole time to make bad jokes. And just, like, is that just because people can't write good jokes, so they make a character that it's like, it's bad, and that's the joke? Yeah. Well, he's like... I guess they think it's good jokes. Besides chasing that guy down who trips... He trips and then he like tackles him afterwards. Um, we're talking about uh, six killer, but yeah. Later on in the episode, he has a he has a chance. This is the closing of that of the of the four season episode where there are like four or five grown men yes. <laughs> who are just watching Renegade fight this dude, even though they could just step in and kind Here, of do their fucking job. Here's I don't, why they know. don't join in. Those guys were all clearly filmed separately. Oh yeah. 
They're yeah. not in shots with anybody. <laughs> They're just watching from a different forest. Lorenzo Llamas showed up on a motorcycle, fought that guy, and then left on a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. And they had to just kind of fill it in and figure out how the yeah. how the how the show worked. Yeah, well, he's like, I'm an action star. Just put, fill me for action. <laughs> so but anyway, the plot. So he finds out DB Cooper's in Oregon, and he goes to Reno Reigns, who's in a field just practicing with a sword, mm-hmm. actively just katanaing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he's like, "We gotta go get deep with the full ponytail." By the way, like the, oh. it was very. Yeah. Like, you don't use the, a sword and, without one. And the gi thing, yeah. Or, you know, I don't exactly know what, it, but the traditional flowy pants. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then uh, he's like, <laughs> "It's like, how do I look cool for this scene?" Mm-hmm. Right. I know. Let's go get DB Cooper, and they travel to Oregon, which is full of palm trees. We, you, they couldn't see you yet do the quotes, but yeah. you did the quotes on. I did Oregon. the air quotes because yeah. it's it's still clearly L.A. They never left the thirty miles out. No. no, no, not no fucking way. Maybe they went to the farm. Maybe, but maybe. there's palm trees all over. Yeah, hey, and they're not palm in trees the, in parts of Oregon. Yeah, yeah, in in and out parking lots, <laughs> and that's it. Um, so they the first town they show up in, and mind you, they have only heard that DB Cooper is in Oregon, and the first town they go into, they're like, "Hey, is DB Cooper here?" And the one guy's like, "I don't know, maybe." <laughs> And they're like, yeah, he's here. And it's just immediately cop is like, get out of here. He cuts the tires of Reno Reigns. Mm-hmm. Which is like, where we, we introduce the love interest here. Yeah. yeah. But yeah first, all you have to do is say the, no. First, the sheriff is pretty much like, there ain't no D.B. Cooper here. Mm-hmm. You're oh, in the wrong town. Everybody comes asking about D.B. Cooper here. Yeah. And that's not the case. And it's like, wait, no one brought that up but you. <laughs> yeah. And they introduced the love interest who... Look, she's not wearing it now, but let's just say she spends half the episode wearing a shirt that says girl. <laughs> just, it's just, wild. Just it's... so that you know she's a girl. Mm-hmm. And cleavage is there. There's uh, up-down shots like they shoot her in full profile a few times. Yeah, like every woman we've like... met in the show yeah. is cleavage all the time. Mm-hmm. That's actually how they found D.B. Cooper is he's just wearing a shirt that says D.B. Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're introduced to like three guys in this whole episode. Do we shocker? One of them is DB Cooper. When did we meet the bartender? That was early. He's on? the first person. He's the first meet. person we meet. That's and how he, forgettable the entire DB interaction Cooper. is well, for me. No, because that's they're doing they're doing a it's 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 definitely the kind of thing where uh, the writer is like, ooh, we'll trick him. It's a fake out because mm-hmm. we'll introduce him first. So no one goes, that can't be him. Even though, also, he's out of the three people they introduce, he's the one person with actual acting credits. Yeah. He's like fully the one person who okay. actually was like a, a star at the time. Like people would be like, oh, I recognize that guy from the other TV show. Yeah, it was uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdly enough, yeah, he's super method. He, yeah, yeah he, he robbed a bunch of people a and jumped off it. Yeah, into Oregon. That's what he did. <laughs> and then he made some shoes or a cabin or whatever yeah. the fuck the motherfucker does. <laughs> wow. Currently, Daniel Day Lewis is he's just actually studying for a role about a retired actor. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And he's going to come back around in like 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to figure out. <laughs> you don't even have a joke for it. I'm going to skip that one. <laughs> no, leave it in. Let the people know you bombed. I didn't even bomb. I like half attempted. I think you should leave it in in honor of all the filler episodes Renegade had. <laughs> this is filler podcasting. I mean, the show is a filler show. We did a full cast list, right? So we, of everything, we didn't see anybody who's like even remotely famous in the next 10 years afterwards. James Cromwell's or? in one episode. Oh, okay. Okay. For I all mean, our, our Crom heads out there. <laughs> for all the He's Cromies. in an episode like the same year that Babe came out. Oh, okay. 
Can you imagine the whiplash if you've seen Babe? (laughs) (laughs) And then he's in Renegade. I mean, I have this feeling that you're only going to go see Babe if you actually have like a nice relationship with your children. So I'm really doubtful. You see Babe because it's the one weekend a month you have your kids. Oh. Now it's daddy's time we watch Renegade. Babe won the like special effects for uh, Oscar for special effects, correct? Probably. Over Apollo 13. So... That's because it wasn't an effect. They went to the moon. Oh, they just, they, yeah. Well, it wasn't an effect to actually fly them up in planes and get them into zero gravity. Like the actors. Special effects, you mean actual tech? Yeah, actual. So, okay. So the mouth moving on the babe pig, that was enough to be. That also wasn't an effect. They found a talking pig. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, shit. (laughs) Special (laughs) effects means magic. Sorry. uh, Lorenzo Lamas found a talking pig and on set, he showed it to James Cromwell. He's like, I don't really know what to do with this thing. Like, I it's found like, this pig. It talks. I was, if you want it, it's Cromwell yours. James held on to that pig for a while. <laughs> yeah. He so, showed it to George Miller. So besides Crommy, do we have anybody else? Oh, and so, Barry Bonds, I guess. Well, like, Max, yeah. Max like, Gale was in 170 episodes of Barney Miller. He was, like, one of the main guys. Oh, okay. The guy uh, who plays D.B. Cooper in Yeah, this? the guy who plays D.B. Cooper. Yeah. And it's I been think in Brian a bunch meant of as the show as a whole. Oh. I just, yeah, I just meant in general. Like, I want to... I'm, I'm interested. You, you know, know what I mean? For a young Adam Driver, or, you know, like... Yeah, I think... Yeah, Driver would have been too young. Yeah, that would be... That no, would 90 be a, something, very young. No, I don't think he started acting until after the military. Oh, okay. I remember, if I remember Adam Driver's... Uh, he didn't do it beforehand, right? Yeah. I Which feel like I often do. I'm realizing a lot of the people now I'm like the same age as. And Adam, I'm like, write oh, in. Fuck. Let us know when you started acting. Mm-hmm. We, oh, we ask celebrities to write post, in all the time. Post the Marines. I, I like the idea that they write in. I like that's why we haven't gotten it. And oh, yeah. Yet. We haven't given the... That's the issue. Yeah, we your address. address. We need okay, to... Um, <laughs> oh, Adam, you. we uh, live at 420... Sorry for Party Rocket Street. <laughs> Brooklyn, New York. Area oh code 696969, baby. Please send us a letter, dude. <laughs> six... Wow. I, I like our area code is uh, six digits instead of five. That's really One impressive. of them's a bonus digit for the party. <laughs> it's a party digit. They only award it. Usually, a pinky is a party digit, but that's a whole other. Uh, we have gotten sidetracked. What's that the even mean? Okay, yeah, because it's I don't know. This in I don't butts know. or cocaine? Would I rather watch Renegade or House of Fang? Now is my question. Oh, no spoilers in case we haven't released the House. If of Fang, there's 120 episodes of House and Fang, uh, you know, I feel like they're going to go to great lengths, and they'll yeah. probably get you know Babe on and cook him <laughs> into dumplings. Apparently. <laughs> I would love a restaurant that just tells you the name of every animal you're eating. <laughs> but, okay, so they go. They Is that a right-wing or a left-wing restaurant? I don't. It's centrist. I think both. Yeah, I think a little both. So it's they, a centrist restaurant. They, I got to get back on track. So they go to Oregon. <laughs> they talk to the bartender. They, the cop talks to them. And then they go around town. Hey, guys, good news. Uh, oh. Leah Remini and Jan Michael Vincent were both in one episode. Yeah, okay, yeah. Jan okay. was already a little established. Um, but <laughs> like so then immediately they go talk to this. Uh, you think Leia cr- was a was like a hot babe, or yeah, yeah, probably. Any, one would assume right? no woman under the age of thirty or over the age of thirty was allowed. Oh, here's show. here's here's a couple of wild ones. Linda Blair, oh, she was okay. known. Johnny okay. Cash, that makes total sense. Yeah, that absolutely makes sense. Honestly, there's a, a little sad. There's a non zero chance. There's yeah. a non zero okay. chance that Johnny Cash played a Native American. <laughs> that's something he would totally have tried. <laughs> Because he made that whole album that's like, I'm Johnny Cash, and I really relate to their plight. Henry there was Travis. Like a brief time I think we're okay. Oh, yeah. I think we're okay. He's, he just plays Henry Travis. Okay. Well, I don't know. That could be absolutely yeah, it. Considering the yeah, main Native I, American character is Bobby. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, it is Henry his... Travis Wampum. Yes. Oh, okay, yes. there we are. No, I, I made it. it. I made that up, oh, guys. Oh, I'm God sorry. Damn it! I love how much so you guys were like, yeah, Mother... that's possible. Yeah, that's absolutely because the the white lady is named Cheyenne and she's the step because she clearly sister. wasn't meant to be white. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was her. She. Oh, Walton Goggins was on an episode. Seriously, Ooh, they got yeah. Goggins, a young Gog. Oh this my would God. have been no. Oh that's Gog. Oh my Fuck God! You. It's oh my Gog. That's post right. Coggins. Okay, never mind. I mean, a lot of these people have pictures. It would have been a young guy. Yeah, it would have been a young guy. I'm assuming I also don't know a lot of these people just because I... uh... Allison Janney. She's here. (laughs) (laughs) She might. I love Allison Janney. We should probably cut this part out where we're just listing people that were in Renegade. Well, I, you know, I want to know who we think are in. I think we should keep it in as filler. I I absolutely agree. Just like Renegade. Just like Renegade. Steven Spielberg. (laughs) Danny Trejo, <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, Trejo that was in. Okay, that, okay, that that makes more sense. It's probably one of his like first couple of roles, right? No, after he got Runaway out of Train. Runaway Train. Okay. Runaway Train's first role because he met Eric Roberts in prison. Okay. And Roberts was like, "You want to be in a movie? I assure you, there's very minimal standards for being in a movie." Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, he did a lot of like consulting, right? That was kind of how he taught he Eric Roberts it, how to box for okay. that movie. He was doing like security. Michael Clark Duncan. Anyway, I'll stop naming it. Really? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So, so the legend of DB Cooper. They're like, <laughs> yeah. So we so we got to the point where they've gone. Uh, Six Killer has gone to talk to that uh, local a crazy old the man. local kook, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Hey, you ever seen DB Cooper?" And the guy's like, "Maybe if you give me money." And so he starts handing him money, and the guy's like, "I saw DB Cooper. I helped him find the money." Blah 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 blah. And he's like, and then aliens showed up. At which point, Six Killer's like, oh, "This guy's crazy," and he leaves. And when he leaves. A big big brawler shows up that overheard the tip about where DB Cooper is, and he beats up the local kook. He heard it in LA, and then followed, followed them. them. And again, all he heard was he's in Oregon. That's so, all he heard. So we're assuming, yeah, that this dude also lost more poker games to probably, yeah, yeah. And so he followed, yeah, he followed him to Oregon. He beats the shit out of him. It's it's a pretty rough. That's what I'm talking about. Like that fight scene is a fun fight scene. That's fine. It was less of a fight. It was just gonna it was just him beating brutally. up an old man. Yeah, really. I just, like the idea. Once of you, again, it was very fun. I like the idea <laughs> you've seen an old man getting beat up on the street and be like, "Yeah, this is fun." Well, it's, I like it's, this. It's a, <laughs> it's a lot more brutal than I thought it was going to be for this show. I guess I've seen way more brutal. Yeah, but we've also yeah. seen how they, they don't really connect on punches or at one point that Renegade is true. Later whips somebody in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah later in the show, he whips him with his hair. So I think, you know, actually really throwing down on that old man is, is, is I, I guess. Yeah. Um, All right. Thank you for vaguely coming to my side. <laughs> um, and then what else? Happened? So then the cop thinks six killers, the guy that beat him up. Yep. He arrests him. Mm hmm. He takes him to the local kook. The kook's like, you got the wrong guy. Oh, yeah. It is it is such a weird thing where, like, two very different bounty One Native American dude. There's three ta- bounty hunters. The Native American, Reno. Oh, you're talking about the specific situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two specific bounty hunters. And one, and one giant, like, NFL player. Mm-hmm. Who's dressed like he's in the Mighty Mighty Boston. With a flat yeah. top, not a fucking mullet. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like a Street Fighter reject Yes, character. absolutely. Oh, no, he... Had to knock out an old man. <laughs> <laughs> Full on streets of rage. <laughs> Who's the dude uh, in Street Fighter? Blonde dude. Ken. Uh, no, not Ken. Uh, yeah, no, but the the white dude. <laughs> not is that Guile? 
Oh, I'm thinking Lieutenant whatever. I mean, he's in the Street Fighter movie played by Van Damme. Van Damme. Is he Van Damme in it? Okay. Is he Guile? Anyway, looks generally the same. Like almost the exact sprite model, like brought to life is just. Oh, yeah. That big with the flat. Just the flat top. Just, yeah. yeah. So. And I'm assuming like a Miami Dolphins Super Bowl. No, they never won the Super Bowl. Uh, The 49ers Super Bowl ring. Van Damme didn't play him. Van Damme played. uh, He played the other guy. He played. Bison. Okay. And Bison. No, Raul no and Julia Bison is Raul Julia. Oh, well, that was Raul Julia. You're right. Sorry. Oh, my God. We're going to do nothing but just drop names this entire time because it's just, it's so confusing. It, it has no, I'm turned my brain all... into mush. I know like, what the happened. The last two episodes. I know what happened. You guys keep interrupting it's, my because it sucks. It just not, it so never then, gets good. So then what happens <laughs> is that Reno goes to talk to the woman that's fixing his bike, who is the daughter of the guy that owns the bar. Oh, we're talking about girl. We're talking about girl with the girl's <laughs> shirt. And, but she goes there. And she's confronted by the guy that just beat up the, the local kook. He tries to, I think he's going to sexually assault her. Yeah, it's vaguely, it's like, oh, I'm going to do bad things to yeah. you. And then, Unnamed. And you're like, yeah, all right. Reno shows it. up and like beat him. fully a running Oh, thing. no. He, before that, though, he's going to blow towards uh, Reno's motorcycle. motorcycle yeah. The cardinal sin for all uncles. Yeah. We all know that. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, she turns off the gas to that. And he goes... All right, well, then I guess I'll have to punish you instead. So then uh, Reno beats him up, and that guy runs away. And then she just turns to me and is like, hey, thanks. By the way, your bike is fixed. Will you take me for a ride? Yeah. They go on a long ride through the mountains, at which point uh, they go back to the bar, and they're like, there's this bounty hunter, and he's messing up the town. Can you catch him? Also, are there's I have a really real question. Do you think there's this many bounty hunters? In there's, 90s America at that time. There's at least one more. His name is Dog. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I believe there. bounty hunting is legal in two countries. So. <laughs> Which is weird that it's the second time we've mentioned that on an episode recorded today. I mean, it's not that weird. It makes sense. We're yeah. talking about a show about bounty hunting. What's no. the other country? Indonesia. I don't actually know if that's true. Well, that's it, what you said earlier. Yes, we, I, I said it might be. This was mentioned during us discussing the show Dreams. No idea. Yeah, you weren't there. <laughs> um, anyway, so they get there and like, can you catch this other bounty hunter? And then the bartender's like, in exchange, I'll give you D.B. Cooper because I'm D.B. Cooper. Mm-hmm. No, well, he figures it out. Yeah, uh, Reno figures it out just before the guy tells him. Reno figures it out. But then how does the how does girl get captured? Oh, yeah, because yeah, of the whole... Yes, minute. you're right. Hang okay, on, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This first girl is mad that her dad is D.B. Cooper. Even yes. Even though that's really cool. Yeah. If your dad's D.B. Cooper... Awesome. Absolutely. Fuck the state. Yeah. Also, there's the mayor of the town who they oh, thought yeah. was D.B. Cooper, oh, but yes. that's not really important. The mayor it doesn't puts matter. some manure on six killer shoes. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. And then he walks to the bar later so they can do the thing. Well, you smell like shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, you Native American bastard or whatever they, <laughs> whatever whatever they, they say. say. To <laughs> so then they're like, all right, we'll catch this guy in exchange. You'll turn yourself into us for the bounty. And then that guy calls in a tow by kidnapping a woman. Mm-hmm. And so she has her calling the tow. So then the love interest who is, she shows up, she gets kidnapped, and now the guy's like, D.B. Cooper better hand himself over to me or I'm going to kill her. Instead, Reno says, no, I'll, I have most, I also have a bounty, so I'll turn myself in. Then they go to that bounty guy. Bounty hunter, hunt thyself. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then they go to that guy, and that guy's like, I'll take both of you as a bounty. A fight ensues. He hits him with his hair. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. No, no, it's dumber than that. Oh, has, Spartacus. He has, yeah. he, has, yeah. he has girl. Uh, as known by her shirt, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, shirt's back. By the way, shirt left for a second. Shirt's back again. Shirt's yeah. back. Uh, so he has a gun to her head and then a gun out towards everybody else. Mm-hmm. 
and then uh, he uh, eventually the other uh, the mayor and the other guys are all there, and DB Cooper's like, "Hey, I'm DB Cooper. You can just take me." And then the other guy's like, "No, I'm DB Cooper. No, I'm DB." And they do a full Spartacus over DB Cooper. And they're all in different locations when it's filmed. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's clearly like that was they had to figure out how they were going to end that in editing. Yeah. Uh, and so he he's pointing his gun at too many DB Coopers, <laughs> so the girl's able to hit him and yeah. escape, and then that leaves him open to a Lorenzo Lamas attack. Oh, two two kicks, two yeah. really big swinging kicks back to back. Uh, Meanwhile, yes, like yeah. I said, all these other grown men are just kind of watching Llamas, even though, like... There were three is, other grown men watching Llamas sure, on a couch in th- Queens. For sure. But then there's <laughs> another... There, we're talking about also six, six Killer is also there just standing, and his he job is Bounty Hunter. He just can't, walk over there, man. He can't. He threw his gun on the ground a foot in front of him. Oh, yeah, you're right. He and can't do anything. We watched him... Ex- unless you trip in front of him and he can yeah. tackle you... He's fucked. Yeah. 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 That play definitely would have been easier four on one. <laughs> so that w- at that point, they arrest the other bounty hunter. And then they do a, a thing where they're like, all right, D.B. Cooper, say goodbye to everybody. We're taking you in. They take him out of town and like. Also, Jake- wait, wait, wait. Before, before they take him in, though, uh, his daughter forgives him. Yes. And he uh, makes sure to, uh, he's like, listen, I'm going to go to jail. But before I do. uh you got to promise me one thing, and that's to never marry Reno Reigns. And she's like, why would you say that? And he's like, because you always do the opposite of what I tell you to do. Crowd goes wild. Crowd goes wild. I wanted them to be together. Yeah. Even though Roman Reigns was lying to her the entire time because he was calling himself what, like, Jakey Black or something yeah. like that, right? Like, yeah. he came in with a fake name. Hi, I'm somebody Vega. For, <laughs> for lying to somebody else, yeah. And then... And then it's like, oh no, well, it's all so good they, now. They bring him, they bring him out of town, and they're like, "Just kidding, your uh, the statute of limitations is like twenty. It l- ends in like six months." Or yeah, yeah, we just wanted to be able to say we caught DB Cooper, which you didn't have to take him out of town to do. No, you yeah. literally could have just told him in front of everybody else. Yes, yeah, so they drive him like f- five miles out of town, and then like, anyway, see ya. You can walk back to. I town. really, they should have had him handcuffed and blindfolded, walking <laughs> to the edge of a canyon. <laughs> I, I love the idea of uh, he he uh, he just uh, fucking llamas just motorcycles back quickly to try and go fuck his daughter immediately. I would I would assume they probably you know. Oh yeah, the guy was let cool with the it. motorcycle. Watch. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy was totally cool with it. He keeps he, talking about it, being like, "Hey, get intimate with my yeah, daughter, please now." Well, yeah, because. Look, it wasn't so much that he was wanting it to happen. It's just that the bosses at USA needed it to happen because someone needs to carry the Llamas clones <laughs> for the future of the network. They needed to get James Roday made quickly. <laughs> <laughs> we so. need to have a mid-level uh, cop procedural with no. a dorky twist. <laughs> so that was the big encouragement. Um, uh, and then yeah. it ends. Oh, no, it ends with him being like, and don't forget... You gotta fucking marry my fucking daughter. And then he's like, there's three more seasons. I don't know about that, pal. <laughs> I will have her carry one of the clones. <laughs> <laughs> is that what he does? In fact, you know what? I bet the entire show is a cover for him just impregnating women with clones of himself, I guess, yeah. technically, right? Pro- there's definitely love interest every single yeah. episode. He definitely falls in love every episode. We didn't watch every episode. Now it begs the question is how many James Rodays are there? Do you think they have? Do you think he's doing the same thing? He's just he's going around. The I feel game. like I feel like it's like uh, it's uh, like Star Wars stormtrooper shit, where they only live for twenty days and then they <laughs> turn into goop or something. You know what I mean? Wow! You just have to keep making rodays, and all they day? just didn't expect Psych to run for seven seasons in a movie. Several movies. Several movies. Now they keep making point. movies for Peacock. I know they just keep fucking doing it. 
And I, I'm speaking <laughs> to the producers right now. You better make a Renegade parody for one of these psych movies. I think they're already. We, we've already got one in Nick Kroll. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't aware of that until I didn't even. Yeah, I've, I've now no, seen that. No one realized it was until. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't God, put two and two together, but it took me 12 seconds in the, in the show. I was like, oh, okay, got it. I know exactly where this came from. Okay, so we're at the end of the episode. So what would you do to improve it and then a show you'd recommend? Oh, what would I do to make Renegade better? Yeah. Uh, probably hire better actors. <laughs> just immediately, just get get an Like This coach. is clearly a low-budget thing that you can make work if you decide to get it on an actual network and rather maybe than syndicate it yourself. Get a, get a writer, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Don't just have the one guy. Go go after a yeah. little bit more than the uncle audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess though this is or make old... it as exciting as the opening credits. <laughs> yeah, because the opening credits are great, and then the rest of the. Show I mean, is that's kind where all of... the budget went. Yeah, yeah, they were doing. I mean, it technically is gorgeously shot. Like, like technically, yeah. a show like Banshee is yeah. kind of, is an uncle show. That's a better version of this. Yeah, yeah. This, this needs more uh, Amish sexual deviance. <laughs> that's what this show needs. <laughs> If you don't get that, you should, that's my show. I'm, I'm going to skip the order and just say you should watch Banshee. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It's 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 like this show did methamphetamines. And I mean that is a good thing. <laughs> Besides the fact that this show definitely did methamphetamines. I think yeah. it's a No, this show no, this wants this you to believe it, it does methamphetamines. This show but it just sells chews, methamphetamines. Oh, okay. Yeah, it just chews tobacco. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, definitely watch Banshee. It's a crazy show. There are at one point, I think, five mafias involved in that show. Oh, shit. Okay. One right. which is Amish? Amish, ex-Amish, Russian. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, shit, there's one. There's, oh, Native American. And then there's like one other one that's like a different like secret sub-government. Like, it might not be government, but it's another. There's like five at one point. It's insane. Anyway, watch Banshee. Okay. <laughs> what would you do to make the show better? Uh, how would I make the show better? Uh, what I would do... Yeah, honestly, it is just... It has all the bones of, like, a regular procedural. Because that's the thing is, it's truly designed to be mediocre. That's, like, its perfect version of it. Is, like, I I am enjoying the corniness of it. Honestly, yeah, just go to 11. I think, I mean, which they may have. We've only seen, they did find D.B. Cooper. And In the it was, most boring way possible. I was so excited when we saw the premise of the episode. Oh, I did also. Because I love Cooper stories. Have him fucking run. You know yeah. what I mean? Or You know what I mean? Like, the, a, like a chase scene for reals where our man loses him. You know like what I mean? Like have him or, actually yeah. be outsmart Lorenzo Lamas yeah, a couple times. By all intents and purposes, that, that's a criminal mastermind. Exactly. Uh, but also, I do like that they sell it. Uh, they're like, actually, he's not a bad guy. He didn't actually use a bomb. Yeah, it was just like a couple wire pieces mm-hmm. and whatever. I think the real D.B. Cooper him. didn't use a bomb. I thought that was the whole thing. I we never he, explained. I think he had a gun. I think they said he had a bomb, but afterwards they're like, "Oh, it was fake." Yeah, they don't really explain. We never explained who D.B. Cooper was for anyone listening that doesn't know who D.B. Cooper is. <laughs> D.B. Cooper hijacked a plane in the seventies, demanded some money, and jumped out with a parachute. Was never found. The money was never found. But it actually leads to a very fun line in the episode where uh, Six Kid is like, man, we got to catch D.B. Cooper. Now when I go to the airport, I got to take off my belt buckle. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh, buddy. I got to take off my, bo- my belt buckle and my shoes or something like Wait that. Wait four like, years. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't shoes yet. It was just metal. Oh, it was yeah. just metal. Jesus. 
Because that's when they were like, we, I guess we should search people for guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Brian. What would you do to improve the episode? Uh, you know, I would. But I, um, the majority of bail skippers are—they're not murderers. You know what I mean? They're—they're they're <laughs> people who are trying to avoid the prison complex. So maybe, maybe do a little more gray area. Maybe have our our, our main so character like think a little bit more about. I don't know what's you, going on. You want to make the show woke? You yeah. want to make woke? <laughs> I don't even want it woke. I just want him to just you know maybe a little bit of. You're re- trying to get the uncles woke. I think I want the uncles a little. I don't even think I want it woke. I think I want him catching the the people who are down for like petty larceny, <laughs> that have stolen like a a twenty dollar pair of shoes. Yeah. That uh that just you know skip bail. Fucking woke. <laughs> Next thing you, you want to make the sidekick Native American or some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Renegade should be Native American. Ren- Renegade, Reno. Should, Reno yes, should Reno be should American. be absolutely. Um, yeah, I don't. Reno in quotes. Renegade. Yeah. I just don't think there's any good way to make that better. Well, I think they made the exact show they wanted to make. Oh yeah, for sure. I that I think is the problem with it. Is like yeah, I'm trying to think of how to improve it, and the problem you just is have it's to like, get lucky and get like an actor that's going to blow up in a few years. Yeah. Like like, a, like how Jennifer Lawrence was on the Bill Ingvall show. Yes, you have to just get lucky and find Brad Pitt. Yeah, you have to get Brad Pitt. But in there's an also open casting so session. much movement around where they have to be that you don't have a chance to like sit Actually, with anybody. But if you, you, know you sat with anybody, you'd realize no, how much worse it. they are. You that's know? hold on, never mind. Yeah. Fuck that. That's exactly how you improve the show. Is you don't cast the guy who created it as the main villain. Yeah. You get a Walton Goggins early on in a, as a character actor role. Yeah. Well, no, because that that guy's supposed to be older. Okay, sure. You need a guy that's like forty five, fifty. But you now. get you get an older guy who's like down on his fucking, and then like, uh, and then they get to have like a little, small little renaissance on this, or get to have on, a sad out. So this comes out in ninety two. Yeah. Uh, in like 91 Science of the Lambs comes out and Hopkins career was in like a real bad spot he wasn't getting any offers uh-huh. theoretically if these were filming at like the same time they could have gotten Anthony Hopkins when he was agreeing to anything <laughs> in theory there's a different universe where Anthony Hopkins is the okay, villain you know of what? Renegade I think we should all just take, steal that answer and say <laughs> how would make the show better we'd cast Anthony Hopkins, Hopkins as the main yeah. villain Hopkins immediately and then maybe have like a honestly have a Anthony Hopkins he... as Lorenzo Lamas yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe have him. No, if you can find young Brad Pitt because he's like instead of Thelma and Louise, he does this. You you can if you have a crystal ball cast the right cast for this. <laughs> yeah, is is Brad Pitt pay- playing the Native American guy? Yes. Okay, that's oh, what yeah. I thought. One thousand. He's an incredible character 1, actor, and it's the nineties. They would have mm-hmm. done it. No, he uh, he'd be, he would be Reno Reigns. Well, no, you have yeah. to have a guy he's with only star good power when he does like comedy. Everything else is just kind of blasé with him. I don't know. Brad Pitt, he's he's yeah. better as a character actor. He would yeah. have been better for sure. than Lorenzo Lamas in this. Oh, for sure. I mean, you know, I would okay. have been. Boss, recommend a show. Recommend a show that is like this, that involves... No, it no, can be just, just anything, a good show that you like. A good show that I like. Something they should watch instead of this garbage. Uh, read a book and watch uh, <laughs> Dynasty of Fang. No, um... Uh, House of Fang. Fuck? House Sh- of Fang. Chef Dynasty. The Chef Dynasty. Um... Let's say uh, watch the first ep- the first season of The Tick on Amazon. I feel like it's probably that's a right. fun show. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Yeah, All right. and Crow. Uh, like around two thousand four or so, ESPN did like a documentary where they followed Barry Bonds around day to day. Right, in the- <laughs> I'm into that. Watch a fucking forty for forty. I don't remember it being very 30 good. For thirty. The thirty I for remember, thirty. I remember it mostly is, yeah. just be Barry Bonds going around, and be like, "Why are people mean to me?" <laughs> you know, a question we've all had to ask ourselves, Barry. Yeah. 
Uh, anyway, guys, uh, fuck both of those recommendations. Recommendations. Just watch Banshee. Just watch Banshee.